Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Ladies. Why do you struggle between being strong and independent and letting a man take care of you? Where did this come from? Where did this come from? Um, I've been thinking, I've been pondering. <laughs> That's a very dangerous thing, right? Um, I've just been, you know, you know, just just looking looking at the 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 landscape of things, and I've noticed that, you know. Not every woman is a strong, independent go-getter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are those in-between women who just, you know, they have to survive. You know, they got, they got, they got bills like everyone else. But, and then there are those women who, you know, <laughs> you know, who, who make the crying emoji face, <laughs> and you know, they want a man to take care of them. And so when you look at the, the two spectrums, the two extreme spectrums, it's like, what, what, you know, what is in that kept stay at home wife? Uh, and what is, what is the driving force in her? And what is the driving force in that strong, independent go-getter, you know, because not every woman started out having to do for themselves and having to survive and. You know what I'm saying? There are some women who come from privileged means, right? Who who can afford, you know what I'm saying, certain privileges. And, but however, they chose a particular way of life. You know what I mean? Like 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 that's that's a reality also. You know? Um But I, I realize that there are women out there who who kind of, you know, in a mediocre way, <laughs> shout out to the bus drivers. Um, in a, in a sort of mediocre way, just get through life in hopes that you know they can you know meet a man who can maybe not necessarily take take care of them or or, or pay all their bills, but just lighten the load a little bit, you know. And this is this is intriguing to me because I I never forget uh, um, I'm a proponent I'm a Kevin Samuels proponent. Um, I, I never forget, he mentioned that, you know, if whomever you have kids with, by common law, you're married to, um, 
you know, you lay down with them, you're intimate with them, and then you you uh, bear their seed. You willingly bear their seed. Let's let, let's let's establish that you willingly bear their seed, right? Um, but then you turn around and decide to not want to be with them. Like that makes no sense, you know. Um, but it, it it does make sense when you get into the gritty details of it all. But on the surface, on paper, it makes no sense, you know. And so, so yeah, by common law, you are married to that person. And I, and, I, and so if you have multiple baby daddies, you have multiple husbands. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, and so <clears throat> why are you looking outside of, of that relationship for someone else to take care of, to, to, to lighten your load at least? Why should you be doing that? You should be looking to your, your uh, children's father for that. And, you know, of course, you know, uh, I get it. I get it. You know, the man is uh, the man is who he is or you may be who you are. Right. That's a whole nother conversation. But um, at the end of the day, I do believe that it's in at the core cave woman of a woman's nature to want a man to take care of her so that she can take care of her kids. A woman doesn't want to have to take care of, of business. You know, a man, like a man has to be, I was telling my brother this the other night, a man has to be about his business and a woman has to be about her man. You know, she takes care of the, of that man's kids so that that man can take care of her. So she can continually take care of that man. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. And I think, um, I think the the black community has missed that. Um, I said it before. I say it again. Black women, uh, culturally in general, have been raised to date for excitement and uh, want and idealize a man who is who lives like a drug dealer. You know, makes a whole bunch of money, but has a whole bunch of time to be all up under them. Um, that, that's how we, that's how our music, our, our, our entertainment and and our society has kind of, uh, brainwashed us, um, especially our women, our little girls, you know? Um, so, but, but once again, that's another conversation. And so, so yeah, we have these unrealistic, faulty ideals, um, in a, in a capitalist society you know what I'm saying? Where we don't uh, we don't necessarily value family, family and education. The, 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 the two main staples we don't value the most. You know what I mean? But um, I, I sound I sound like a crybaby. Um, so I want to get into these comments and then I'm going to get into my talking points. Um, this one person says, I don't struggle to take. OK, the question was, why do you struggle between being strong and independent uh, versus letting a man take care of you? Um, and she says, I don't, this one woman says, I don't struggle to take care of me. Now, mind you, in context, this is a woman who's married. Like she has a whole husband at home that she posts on her social media every day. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) What do you mean you don't struggle to take care of you? What's your your husband doing? You know, but uh, I guess she's in one of those, you know, uh, beta relationships, right? Where, where, you know, she kind of, she manages, she manages the business, the husband is just there to, to show love and affection. Aww. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so, so, but there are, but what stuck, why this, that 
uh, particular person stuck out to me is because there are a lot of women like her. There are a lot of women who they look at men as an accessory. They look at men as a sidekick, as a replacement, sort of. Um, because um, I don't think, um, if I can recall, that particular woman, her uh, um, her first child isn't from him. You know what I mean? Um, so, who? and then there is a, a large age gap between her first child and her second child. So there was, there's some history. There's some, str- there, there must have been some struggle. Um, and she, she had that first child pretty young because that first child is in her 20s now. You know what I'm saying? And she's in her um, early 40s. So, yeah, there must have been some... There, there's some history. There's some struggle there. There's some... Um, there's a movie um, behind that that life. You know what I mean? So, so when she talks like this, even though in, in spite of having a husband, it makes sense. I, it comes from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So... It's intriguing. Um, next person says, have you ha- have yet to meet one I felt safe enough with to let him take care of you uh, to let him quote to safe enough with to quote, let him take care of you. What uh, end quote, what a dash, whatever that means. <laughs> so so, you know, being a kept wife, a kept stay at home wife is not a reality so, so family and marriage isn't a reality for a lot of women. Let a, and so if, if family and marriage isn't a reality for you, why would being a, a kept stay-at-home wife be a reality for you? You know what I mean? And, and I specify being a reality for you because you may have... She, this woman may have met women who stay at home and don't have to work. She may have met men who make enough money... To where she did the numbers in her head she said shit i don't have to work right <laughs> this woman may have come across that but then how does it suit her how does it suit her temperament and her personality uh, um a lot of these women are their own worst enemies they're their own um their mentality they're so jaded and, and scarred and scorned that they kind of um x themselves out of the equation no pun intended you know what I mean? Um, so when she when she sarcastically says whatever that means, you know what she's really saying is I don't qualify. It's it, it, it's ow ow ow. I know I know I know. Um, for me, it's definitely not just about money and paying bills. Um, she she goes on to say, uh, "Do you give more than you take emotionally and physically?" So she's looking at the deeper end of it, not just the surface. How are you at leading the household and your decision-making skills? Um, so typically, she's probably met a lot of piss-poor, less-than-mediocre black men. Let's, let's keep that a bean, too. You know, a lot of black men ain't shit. It is what it is. A lot of black men are, are good men, but they're just too broke to take care of a family. You know what I'm saying? And so they they... They try to manage their situation in a way that may may typically be detrimental to that woman. And so she can't trust him. And so she, you know, the relationship uh, breaks off. Um, are you supportive? Leave room for growth in the relationship. Is it a partnership or are you using, uh, quote unquote, taking care of as manipulation? Ooh. 
Ooh, she she this sounds this sounds like she's speaking of from experience. Do you provide do you provide a safe space emotionally? Are you nurturing? Yes, some men do have this ability, etc. etc. Um, yes, a man a man can be nurturing. I mean, uh, we're mammals, we're we're pack creatures, we're herd creatures. You know, um, we do have a, a, a um, emotional nurturing aspect to us in general, even though women kind of specialize in it. You know, the, 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 the female gender does specialize in it. Um, but, you know, overall, we do have a nurturing aspect to it. Uh, um, most men, they, they, view nur- they, they view their protection and provision as a form of nurturing. You know, I nurture my son when I buy him new sneakers. I nurture my son when he has a, a rip in his clothes and I go work and bust my behind to buy him new clothes. Um, I nurture my son when I make sure that he goes to bed on time, you know, um, so that he can wake up um, so that he can have a good night's rest for school the next morning. You know, that, that to me, that's nurturing as a man. Um, as a woman, it's different, you know, but it's, you know, it's, it's, well, I digress. Um, if I feel and are seeing how they operate in these things, then I can feel taken care of. Now, you know, um, reading through it, it sounds like a laundry list, but these kind of things should be a given, but it should be a given for the right woman. You know what I mean? So you have to establish that also. Um, next person says it's not a struggle. A woman should be independent until she gets married or a what or a LTR okay uh she goes on to say being weak the opposite of strong is how women fall for uh for and get played by losers so she in in her mind she's saying well if you're not strong and independent or if you're not, well not not strong and independent but if you let's just focus on the word strong let's let's have a semantics conversation if you're not quote unquote strong then you're weak she's looking at it bilaterally you know um and i don't think it's so cut and dry you know i don't think those kept stay at home women are weak they're just playing their part like like uh, but but according to her according to her um getting played by losers why is that even a thought? Why is that even, why is that your first thought? Why is that your strongest thought? So I, so obviously you're operating out of fear. And that's another conversation as well. Well, I wouldn't say it's another conversation, but that's a, a deeper element to the conversation. The fear and the trauma that a lot of black women experience, or not that they've experienced, but that is passed down to them. Because the older generations tell them, you know, oh, you, you can't do this. Ain't no man, ain't no man. Right? Um, you, you hear that rhetoric from the older generations, the older scarred and scorned generations. Like, I, I this this thought hit me the other day. Like, what is secondhand trauma? Right. Um, a hundred percent of black women in in this day and age have never experienced being raped on a daily basis and bearing children from the from those rapings. And then those children being sold off into slavery. A hundred percent of women, as I'm recording this right now, have never experienced that. Their great, 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 great uh, grandmothers have experienced that. So with that energy that those women have felt, how, you know, how would they raise their great, great, great grandmothers? And 
How did their great, great, great grandmothers raise their great, great grandmothers? And so on and so on. So how did their mothers raise them? Mm. So when you talk about energy being uh, energies being passed down from generations, that's what I think from a, a literal sense, not too metaphysical, but just from a literal sense, that's what that means. You know, a lot of black women have never experienced the things that our ancestors have experienced, but we carry on the same traits and characteristics and, and energies because that's what was imbued and, and bestowed upon us from our rearing and upbringing because that's all they had to give us. They can only give us what was given to them. So, so yeah, you may have never experienced, uh, um, you know, being lashed and whooped daily and raped daily and having your children sold off into slavery daily. You may have never experienced that, but you carry on the same characteristics and the same uh, thought processes and the energies because that what was that's what was passed down. It's a culture now. It's become it's it's no longer a trauma. It's now a culture built on trauma. Mm, let me let me I'm, I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. Um, so if a woman wants to be married, she should remain, quote unquote, independent, question mark. Um, she says, how does an unmarried woman pay her bills and achieve her goals if she's not independent? Uh, she sh should she wait for a boy uh, for a boyfriend, uh, save her from a homeless shelter. Oh, should she wait for a boyfriend to save her, save her from a ho homeless shelter? Where does she live? How does she eat? Keep up her hygiene or buy clothes? So she's kind of being rhetorical to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. Uh, does she wait to get married to get an education? <laughs> I get that. Um, no, of course not. You know, no woman should have to relegate herself to being homeless until a man comes along and saves her. Uh, right. Um, however, there are women who, who at the core of their souls, they feel, feel as though, damn, I don't really want to have to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's not until they get to a certain age and a certain point in their lives where they're just like, well, shit, I ain't got no other choice. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's pretty much where this woman is, you know? Um, so I said, but so, so I said, but some women are waiting for a boyfriend and, are, are they wrong or, or quote unquote weak? Um, and she says, how are those women surviving day to day? I said the bare minimum until a man comes along to save them. Um, and she says the ones doing the bare minimum until a man comes along to sa save them. Yes, they are weak because at one point she was avoiding the avoiding answering the question. Um, I wouldn't say wrong because that's how they choose to live their lives. I don't think women are a monolith. I get that too. Um, so I said, okay, I get that. But um, is it not in a woman's nature to want a man to take care of them? Um, and she says, be that as it may, only a weak woman would not elevate and support herself until she finds the right man. Plus, oh, and I, I guess that's another side of the coin. There are the women who, who you know are, Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Are just working and living to get by, 
but they deep down they really want a man to take care of them and then there are the women who are spiraling <laughs> out of control because they want a man to quote unquote save them you know what i mean uh and those are the women you should run from because they're they're just they're like more they're worse than a burden <clears throat> um but it's not in a woman's nature to, yeah be that as it may only a only a weak and this is what she said uh, only a weak woman would not elevate us yeah i read that already um plus most men plus most men don't make enough to support themselves and a woman with their salary alone that's a reality that's an economic reality Let, let's take there's no deeper discussion about that <laughs> um i think the only deeper discussion is um these most a lot of black men should want to um should want to pick up a book you know i feel like if more black men picked up a book our, our economy would would revolutionize because if more men, black men get educations more black men have more opportunities to earn higher or just earn like the average just the average like the average salary amongst black men would just increase you know what i'm saying it wouldn't it wouldn't get higher jobs just more men making a decent uh, a decent wage you know what i'm saying more black men making a decent wage you know, it, it'll just revolutionize the economy. Like it, it, it'll be a, it'll be a scary sight for some people. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, being a self-sufficient and independent woman is a positive thing. Okay, and that is true. That is true. So, all in all, this woman has a point, but yet she's coming from a place of fear and trauma. You know what I'm saying? And what's worse than um, being? fearful and tra and traumatic at your core but being right about it you know what i'm saying like that kind of reinforces it and you never really open yourself up to the possibilities you know what i mean um let me continue uh this one, next person says codependency requires trust um so i say so you don't know how to trust a man uh she says there's a difference between no know-how and actually doing she's right also um just like there's a difference between willing to and being able to most men are um so far none have been able most men are most men are willing but so far none have been able that's what she meant to say and and what i think what, I, what I'm getting from a lot of these women are they're just being logical and practical about their, their circumstances. Um, they're, they're, you know, they always talk about this piss in the dating pool, right? Um, and I think for, when they talk about piss in the dating pool, I think what a lot of that is, is is economics. You know, if there were more viable black men economically, these women wouldn't be talking the way they do. You know what I mean? Even if those guys are like, ain't shit guys they cheat like it's a hobby they're disrespectful or they're just abusive outright um if there were more guys who you know who made more money they probably wouldn't have have had the experiences that they've had you know what i'm saying because they'd be more likely to date a more suitable guy um because if a guy isn't suitable he's gonna he's, he's at some point he's going to be on some boy man type shit and leech off of you and 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 you know put you in positions that you don't want to be in you know what i'm saying but if he's more self-sufficient and he can and he or he's capable of of you know being dependent upon you know what i'm saying the relationship is going to be entirely different you know and so these women are being logical and practical 
uh, um, about their about their circumstances. But what makes it cringy is because it's from a fearful and traumatic place, and it's being reinforced because they're right, you know. And and so so it's a chicken or the egg. Like, should black women be more open or should black men level the fuck up? And I think two truths can exist. Let's continue. Next person says, I'm needy as fuck. I, I don't understand this post. <laughs> when I'm in a relationship, I can't reach nothing. I can't lift nothing. I can't open a door. I can't pay bills. None of that. So she's on the way other side of the spectrum, on the other side of the extreme. Um... You know, let, letting you know that, like, fig- figuratively saying, listen, I, I want to be that kept woman, you know, and, um, and, and, you know, she gets it. She gets it. You know, um, this is a woman who's, I, I think, uh, personally, she's, I, from my, to my knowledge, she just recently married in her forties. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm pretty sure she's been doing for herself for quite some time. But she still she's she still understands and knows how to embrace the energy and the presence of a man, let alone all the things that come with that of a, of a real man, of a good man and a man that truly loves her. You know what I'm saying? Um, not many women know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's something you uh, to some degree, albeit it be in our nature, you still have to learn it. You still have to learn how to embrace it. You know what I'm saying? And that comes from uh, passed down wisdom and experience. Um, next person says, I don't struggle at all. I will put my money in the bank and let him do it all if that's what he wants to do. I just hope he doesn't get upset about my safety net. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to be smart. Your money is still your money. You're still a grown woman, you know, Um a man wanting to take care of you is out of the uh, the the blossoming of his heart. You know what I mean? It really has nothing to do with um, your money or his money. It's just him wanting to do that. You know, um, and um, I think most men who do who do live like that, who do take care of their women, know they know and understand that she she has a stash. You know, she's working. She's doing little things for money here and there. You know what I'm saying? He knows it. He understands it. But he's like, you know, go shopping. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? He, it, when you love someone, you want them to be happy. You really, When you truly love someone and know how to express it, you want to do whatever it takes for them to be happy as long as it's not to your detriment. You know what I'm saying? And so a man isn't going to be... He's not going to complain and, and be concerned because... It's not like you're giving him that money. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's asking you for it. He's wanting to take care of you. So, like, he's not... Why should he care about your money? You know what I mean? Um, that That's how that works. Uh, because I know I'm reliable and won't disappoint myself. So, she's saying... Um, she's not she's not worrying about a man taking care of her because... Or she, she's not struggling with the between being a kept woman... Um, because she knows how to take care of herself uh, and she won't disappoint herself. Well, then that's then stay alone. <laughs> but then I further drilled it, drilled it down. So I said, you don't know any reliable men. She says, I'm sure I may. But the real question should be, will they be reliable to me? And I tell her that should be a given. Do you not trust men to be reliable? She says, no. 
you know so she's pretty sh- she's pretty much shutting it down now this is a woman uh if i can assume i think she's 50 <laughs> so she's very well set in her ways um she already has grown children you know what i mean um she's pretty much lived a lot of life she's lived a, a lot of life you know what i mean so very very set in her ways it's pretty much nothing i could tell her so i just pretty much like just kind of peel the onion so i said i said do you trust men to be reliable she says no i said are you single she says i am and she said i said well that says a lot <laughs> you know and you know she probably came from an era at her age she probably came from from a very um misguided misled era you know i will say that you know a lot of the crack babies and the uh babies who grew up in the crack era um we had a lot of uh baby boomer ideologies that were kind of thrown out the window once the crack era hit I, I i still believe that people do not understand or realize the social effects that the crack era had you know what i'm saying and 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 how it caused the schism in our society uh, um in our values and our beliefs and our upbringings um there's a lot of uh, like I said, baby boomer ideologies that we try to hold on to that don't really work or connect well in this era or or in this post crack era. It don't doesn't really connect well for a lot of people because you know a lot of people didn't really see see or come from the functioning households that were prior to. You know what I mean? So it doesn't. It's not too much of a reality for them. So. When you speak about it, it's all in theory to them. You know what I'm saying? It's like a figment of their imagination. And so they don't really fight for it as much as as they... They don't fight for it in their personal lives as much as you would expect them to. And that's why a lot of women, they settle for being single mothers as opposed to being wives. You know? Um, Let me not digress. Um, Next person says, because... Because no man besides my father ever has. I'll be 46 this year, still have yet to see the exception. Um, you know, this is a woman who's who's a victim of her environment. You know, I, I, I believe a lot of people are. Um, you know, they want more, they want better, you know, but they, they can't find it. Because, like I said, they're victims of their environment. Um... We have to, yeah, and like I said previously, we have to accept the reality of our economics. Um, economics, you sh- you'd be surprised how much economics we like, and we don't. If you're not knowledgeable enough about it, you don't really know to respect it. But we have to respect the pressure that economics puts on society. You know, um, economics sways religion. It sways uh, culture. It sways so much. You know, um, a lot of things get thrown out the window when it comes down to economics. You know, um, people people try to sweep under the rug the power of money, you know, and what money does to the what having and not having money does to the psychology. Money is a unit of survival, you know, um, and we have to respect it. But uh, I hate to to pull and extrapolate from what this one little statement that this young lady made, um, all of that. But it is what it is. Now, this last person, um, 
if you can recall in episode 156, I'm now beginning to like research and backtrack my episodes. <laughs> episode 156, um, I talked about um, I forget what it what was that what was that? Let me let me go back. Episode 156. That episode was about um, how do I rest resting in your masculine. <laughs> How do I rest? How do I rest in my masculine? And uh, one young lady was like, "Follow Jesus." If you if you can remember that episode, one, one, one young lady was like, "Follow Jesus," right? And I'm like, "Ah, you got to you got to put more steak on the plate." You know what I'm saying? You got to give me more. That's not a, that's not just you, you're not going to drop the mic on that one. That's that doesn't do it for me. You got to tell me more. And she got in her feelings and blocked me. And then this other young lady came behind her and was like well i'm sorry for her blocking you but i think what she was trying to say was a b and c and she kind of really she kind of really fulfilled her argument you know what i'm saying um which i thought was very noble and very um intellectually romantic you know what i'm saying i really appreciated appreciated her for that ergo this conversation now this is the same young lady she comes back around you know what i'm saying um she comes back around to drop her two cents, which is very welcomed. I welcomed her two cents, but here, but follow what happens. So she says, um, I've never met a man who wanted to. So she's coming from the same jaded perspective, right? And rightfully so, you know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's, let's establish that again, but let me continue. Um, so I say, is that a good thing or a bad thing? She says, yes, if he wants... Uh, if he wants to be married, he has to be able to take care of a whole family, spiritually and emotionally. Financially, would be icing on the cake and free me up to do what I'd prefer to do. I get that. Okay. Um, she said, I said, um, it was a yes or no question. What made you feel the need to reaffirm your answer? Now, I understand she was elaborating for the sake of conversation, but follow where I was going with this. Um, she says, that's how conversations work. When you ask a question, be prepared for me to answer any way I please. Um, and then I say, I ask because when, when it comes to this topic, black women typically feel the need to reaffirm their, their parameters of a man taking the lead in their lives. Follow where I'm going. <laughs> As if they're arguing with a discouraged voice in their heads. Mm. She says, I was clarifying my answer so there would be no misunderstanding. I'm, I'm whining my neck and putting a finger in your face as I'm reading this. <laughs> I was clarifying my answer so there would be no misunderstanding of my intentions for anyone who may read it. You have never heard a white, Asian, or Latina woman clarify an answer. My skin color has nothing to do with how I choose to answer the question. I'll excuse myself from this conversation for fear of hearing anything else about how a black woman behave. You be blessed. And she blocked me. This was the same woman from the last conversation where the other young lady blocked me. When I was on the humble, unwarrantedly, she blocked me because she thought she was going to drop the mic and say, follow Jesus. And that was going to be such a a, a mind-blowing, thought-provoking statement. <laughs> and I told her it wasn't enough. And that young lady blocked me. And then she came behind her and, and you know, fulfilled the conversation. 
And now in this conversation, that same young lady who followed up is now block <clears throat> is now following suit and blocking you. What in the blue blazes in the in the <laughs> in the craps are us is this? <laughs> what in the shiggity is going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't win with with women's emotions. You just can't. You can't. <laughs> they blow like the wind. They blow like the wind. Um, but a lot of times, um, if you look at a lot of these, if you look at the women who stand on one side of the spectrum in this conversation, um, and they say, and the, and the, the ain't no man type of women, you know what I'm saying? Which she falls in that same category, according to her state, according to her stance in this conversation, you know, those ain't no man type of women they they're they're rest it, it it always seems as though they're wrestling with a voice in their heads because they're constantly reaffirming and 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 digging deep and then they have so many um uh, it's like they're right but they have to even though they know they're right they still have to convince themselves that they're right because they don't want to give room for themselves to be wrong and then there actually be a good man out there who actually loves them and wants to take care of them, you know, or, or, or a qualified man, I should say, an economically qualified man who loves them and wants to take care of them. They don't want to leave that window, that small window of, of possibility open for themselves. So they have to constantly drill and convince themselves that these men don't exist. And then they hold on. They hold on to a truth until it becomes a lie, until that that qualified man approaches them and, <laughs> and stands right in front of them and says, hey, I, I love you. I like you. I want I want you. I don't want you to have to struggle. I don't want you to have to continue toiling the way you do. You know what I'm saying? I want to be I want to be of a, com a, a comfort to you and so on and so forth. Right. Until that, like. <laughs> They have to drill it. They have to drill that reality. It's crazy. I want to. I think. I, I think I should leave it right there. They they drill a truth until it becomes a lie, because they want to void themselves of the possibility. The the that the the the, the trauma is so comforting. The the jaded reality that these men don't exist, and they uh, um they're not good enough, and they don't they don't want. They don't want what's best for me. Or they don't, they're not, I can't rely up on them. They're not reliable. I haven't seen a reliable man and so on and so forth. Like it, that may, even though it may be true, it's, it's more comforting than, oh, I can rely on him. I can trust this man. I can, he loves me. He wants to take care of me. You know, I'll let him do whatever he wants to do for me. Like the, that, that is a lot that's too unsettling that's too much like right <laughs> and what can you do for them what 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 can you do at this point in their lives at this at the the at the age that they're at at the mental stuckness and stubbornness that they're at what can you really do to open these women up Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation.
P. Do that freaky jam on the beat. Did you with that butter shit that that bone feed? Did you tip it? Did you double juice that that bone thing? Flicky flicky with some butter shit that that bone too. If you cheeky chatter chuck, I get her own cheese. If you chuck on with that head, I'll get some that bone feed with the official with that with that whole speed. Let me see you chatter with that with that long. I got racks 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 at ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. I got racks 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 at ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. You a badass bitch, a badass bitch. I don't get swallowed in that fat ass bitch. I got racks 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 at ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. I got racks 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 at ATM jam. Tell me what you wanna do. I That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning into Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.